It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. What's going on, friends? Welcome to the Locked On Panthers podcast, powered by our friends at Pepsi, who want to remind you, of course, that this football season will be different, but Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch this season, because Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers, as these passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels, because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it is made for those who watch it. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. What's going on, everybody? Billy Rossetti of SI Panthers back with you guys here on a Friday. We are rolling through. We are getting ready for Sunday's big game against the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs, who, of course, had crossover Thursday yesterday and was some great stuff there with our boy Chris Clark of Locked On Chiefs. So it was great to get to talk to him. And uh, really, this means now that um, in terms of my time being here on the podcast, uh, there's only one host left and one team left as far as like regular season talks. We had the off-season crossovers. But as far as regular season talk, there's only one team I haven't gotten to talk about yet during the regular season in my four years here. And that's the Denver Broncos and my buddy Cody Rourke, great great buddy of mine, great uh, football guy. Uh, excited to talk to him in about, what, five weeks, week 14. Panthers play the Broncos, so excited for that. Uh, but Chris Clark, a lot of great stuff there, so go check that out if you haven't already. Uh, myself and Chris Clark talking about just some different things with the Chiefs, got some good info uh, on the Chiefs and kind of, uh, you know, what, what just makes them so good? I mean, the Chiefs are have obviously become a, uh, a fun team to talk about. And we'll obviously touch on uh, the Chiefs a little bit going forward, uh, but we want to talk about uh, the big news with Christian McCaffrey and uh, the news with, uh, we're going to look at the injury report as well, who was in and who is out for uh, the Carolina Panthers because the injury report is out now. But I want to start with uh, the big news, really, uh, that Christian McCaffrey is expected to be back this Sunday against the Chiefs. And obviously we've been waiting a long time 
to see number 22 back in the lineup. Of course, we know he returned to practice last week leading up into the Thursday night game against the Atlanta Falcons. We knew it was kind of a long shot that he was going to play in that Thursday game because of the short week. But the mini-buy after the game and just the fact that he was on the practice field, we knew the odds were going up that uh, that Christian McCaffrey was going to be on the field for this Sunday's game. And sure enough, uh, Matt Rule addressed that situation on Thursday and kind of said, you know, barring any setbacks, he does expect Christian McCaffrey to be back in the lineup. He said uh, they had a good workout. Christian's feeling good. Uh, he said yesterday, if there were a game today, he'd feel good about him playing. So you got a couple extra days to go. Uh, it's, you know, a great sign. He hasn't officially been activated yet, uh, but the Panthers do have until uh, Saturday at 4 o'clock to officially activate him onto the 53-man roster. And the Panthers do have a spot opened up because they waived Sam Tecklenburg from the active roster and, of course, haven't added anybody. So the Panthers are sitting right now at 52 players on the active roster. So that is pretty much, we can figure, the move made uh, to to make room for Christian McCaffrey. Now, we do expect Sam Tecklenburg to make his way back onto the practice squad, which he had spent most of his time with the Panthers before getting called up to the active roster. So, um, sh- shouldn't be uh, he shouldn't be out of work too long. Again, it was just a move. Somebody had to go uh, to make room for McCaffrey. But again, they have until tomorrow at 4 o'clock to activate him if they want, or if he is to play on Sunday against the Chiefs. And the expectation is that it will happen. We should probably find out either uh, later tonight, you know, probably some, sometime later tonight or probably tomorrow. Uh, but at some point within the next, say, 24 hours, uh, we should expect to see the news that Christian McCaffrey will be back on the team, which is a, uh, a great sign. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So that's just the, kind of the quick update uh, with Christian McCaffrey being back in the mix. Uh, so like I said, we want to get into the injury report here. Uh, of course, you know, again, Christian McCaffrey not going to be on the injury report because, again, he hasn't officially been activated. But we can expect him to play. But we do want to touch on the players that will be on the injured list and who is going to be in and out or what their designations are going to be. And in kind of a touch, at least, you know, what we have so far regarding uh, the Chiefs injury report. So we'll get into that in a minute. But uh, before we get into that, I want to remind you guys that today's episode is being powered by our friends at Pepsi. Of course, this season has been different so far, but it's been a very interesting season. Uh, but one thing that always stays the same is the greatness of Pepsi, both in just their drinks 
and the fact that they are here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. Whether you're sitting at home uh, with your loved ones, friends, family, whatever the case may be, watching it on TV, or if you do happen to get the chance to go out to Bank of America Stadium and be in those pods and kind of that unique situation with the social distancing and the tickets. However you're watching your team this season, Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers, as these passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels. Because Pepsi, of course, isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch the game. Pepsi is made for football watching, and go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. Today's episode also being powered by our friends at Built Go, the uh, the great the great energy supplement for you guys that help you break through your me- uh, mental or physical wall. Built Go is here to break or help you break through that wall. Every day, it's the healthy replacement for your energy drink, but it's energy that's not fake. It is lasting, and it is natural. They come in easy-to-take-in packages, only one and a half ounces, so you can easily carry it with you and get that pick-me-up whenever you need it. It's like having a five-hour energy, but you don't have to worry about having that crash feeling that some of the other pieces give you. And it's natural, which means it's better for the body. It's like drinking a Monster, but only having a third of the caffeine and better results. And it comes in three delicious flavors. It comes in peanut butter honey, it comes in chocolate coconut, and it comes in chocolate mint. And how does Bilko work so well? Well, it combines energy gel with collagen protein, which means it's uh, which is fast absorbing, so that gets into your system fast and it's easy on the stomach. It's loaded with good stuff to help you ignite your work, like beta alanine, B3, honey, and a kick of caffeine. And then it kicks in to keep you going strong. Vitamins B6 and B12. In fact, it's 10,000% of your daily percentage. Collagen also promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. This is stuff that literally makes you look better. So why not try Built Go for yourself and save a little bit of money while you're at it? Visit BuiltGo.com. Use our promo code LOCKED. And you will get 20% off your next order. So, again, that's promo code LOCKED. Get you 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. Injury report now, or at least an update on the injury report for the Carolina Panthers on this Friday. So, the uh, designations have come out for the Panthers by Friday afternoon here. And we see that uh, three players are listed as questionable for Sunday. That includes... Jeremy Chin, who's dealing with a knee injury, he did not practice Wednesday, but returned uh, to a limited practice on Thursday and Friday. Zach Kerr, of course, still dealing with that toe toe injury that uh, caused him to miss last Sunday. He, uh, He was limited on Wednesday, but he practiced in full Thursday and Friday. So I'd say it's a good chance that Zach Kerr is going to be available on Sunday. And then Marquise Haynes was actually a late addition to the injury list. He uh, he missed practice on Thursday with a shoulder injury, but did return on a limited basis on Friday. So we'll see what happens with Marquise Haynes. So those three are questionable. Again, Jeremy Chin, Zach Kerr, Marquise Haynes. And then Russell Okung is doubtful for Sunday, just like he was last week. Uh, he was limited Wednesday and Thursday, but then was downgraded to not practicing on Friday. So it's trending down 
toward Russell Okung playing again. So it's looking like we're going to see Greg Little and Trent Scott kind of mixing in there again at left tackle. Uh, the other four players that were on the injury list but don't have a designation, Cornelder uh, was listed with a neck injury. He was limited on Wednesday but practiced in full both Thursday and Friday, so he should be good to go. Teddy Bridgewater, of course, you know, listed with that neck injury that he suffered uh, against the Falcons, but he was a full participant all week, and we know, of course, he came back later in the game on Thursday. So Teddy Bridgewater should be good to go. There should, you know, really be, you know, very small concerns at most, uh, but he'll be out there for Sunday. Dante Jackson, uh, of course, had that toe injury, but he was a full participant in practice all week. And then Chris Manhurts was added to the injury list on Thursday with a shoulder injury, but he was a full go Thursday and Friday. So the only players we're really keeping an eye on here, again, are the three players that are questionable. It's Jeremy Chin, it's Zach Kerr, and it's Marquise Haynes. Chin with the knee, uh, Zach Kerr with the toe, and Marquise Haynes with the shoulder. And then Russell Okung is doubtful with that calf injury. Again, limited Wednesday and Thursday. Did not practice on Friday. So we expect Greg Little and Trent Scott to again rotate the way they have been over the last few weeks when Okung has not played. Uh, when it comes to the Chiefs, uh, we only have at least up to this point Wednesday and Thursday's injury status. But we can see that Mitchell Schwartz is still dealing with that back injury. He uh, did not practice Wednesday or Thursday. Frank Clark returned to practice Thursday on a limited basis after missing Wednesday with a knee injury. Sammy Watkins still dealing with that hamstring injury. He's been limited so far all week. Taco Charlton, full participant Wednesday and Thursday with a knee injury. Eric Fisher listed with a shoulder injury, but he was a full go Wednesday and Thursday. Chris Jones, uh, the groin injury, and of course we know he was dealing with the uh, the COVID compl complications, or at least the uh, you know just in terms of being close contact with that staff member that had it. But Chris Jones should be good to go. Uh, but again, he was listed with a groin injury. Derek Nadi listed with an ankle injury, but he was a full participant so far. Uh, center Austin Reader full pr full uh, practice all week with a knee, and then Killeen Saunders, the defensive tackle. Elbow injury, but full participant Wednesday and Thursday. So really no issues other than uh, Mitchell Schwartz here for the Kansas City Chiefs. So, you know, we'll see what happens with the, the final injury status for the Chiefs. So, again, this is just up, up through Thursday. But again, reminder on the Panthers uh, injury notes there. So again, one more time, it's Jeremy Chin with a knee injury, Zach Kerr with a toe injury, Marquise Haynes with a shoulder injury, those three are questionable for Sunday. Russell Okung with that calf injury is doubtful after missing practice on Friday. He was the only player that did not practice on Friday. So that's the injury report. That's where things stand right now for the Carolina Panthers. Um, we'll come back, kind of wrap things up here, take a look at the broadcast map, let you guys know who you'll have the pleasure of listening to when you watch the game on TV this week, and then uh, some quick notes on Sunday's game. But I uh, want to remind you guys that today's episode is being brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Uh, of course, we had Built Go, and we also got Built Bar, the uh, 
delicious protein bar that comes in 18 amazing flavors and i mean this stuff works i mean it's it's not just for you know if you're working out it's just a perfect light snack if you want something on the go on or on the go excuse me and that's how i've been using it at times too i just grab a bar and i just eat it for fun you know and i'm a i'm a chocolate guy and these built bars are uh, great with chocolate they're you know chewy it's like just eating a regular candy bar but not feeling that guilt because these are great for the health conscious guy. And there's so many different flavors that it comes in. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, uh, coconut almond, raspberry, peanut butter. So many different flavors for you to choose from. Uh, so there's something out there for everybody. And again, these are low calorie. They're low in sugar. They're high in protein, high in fiber. Great for the keto diet. Uh, so, again, like with uh, Built Go, if you want to try Built Bar, don't just take my word for it, even though I, you know, would f- fully, you know, I fully enjoy the product. But I want you guys to try it as well. I want you to go to BuiltBar.com pro- and use our promo code Locked On. Go support Built Bar because they've been great support to us. So go support them and save a little bit of money for yourselves by getting 20% off your next order with the promo code. So, again, that's BuiltBar.com. Promo code locked on gets you 20% off your order. So that's B U I L T B A R dot com. So just some quick notes here on uh, Sunday's game. Obviously, we know it, it's, it's going to be difficult. We're obviously not going to beat around the bush. This is going to be probably the toughest game the Panthers will play all season. It's on the road at Arrowhead. You know, you're playing the defending champs. Uh, this team just shows no signs of slowing down anytime soon. So, you know, the, the Panthers have to almost play a perfect game to to somehow win this game, if not at least, uh, you know, hang in there. You know, they, they can't make, they really can't make any mistakes like they have been doing now the last couple of weeks. They have to take care of the football. Uh, the offensive line has to protect Teddy Bridgewater. They've got to cut down on the sacks, which have, you know, started to rise a little bit over the last couple of weeks. And they've got to convert on third down. Um, I mean, we've seen the numbers now. In fact, I saw a post on Instagram on, uh, from CBS Sports, which was a, uh, Quite alarming, actually, and that post was that uh, you know regarding some of the teams that have been very poor on uh, on third down defense. So to put it in perspective here, the current record in terms of um, highest conversion rate allowed on third down for a full season belongs to the 1995 Browns, who allowed 49.6 percent of third downs to be converted on defense. So far, there are three teams, not one, not two, but three teams that are currently allowing a higher percentage of third downs on defense than those 95 Browns, and one of them is the Carolina Panthers, who are at 54.2% third downs allowed. And amazingly enough, that is not the worst in the NFL. That that title actually belongs right now to the Tennessee Titans, who have allowed almost 62% of third downs to be converted on defense. But still, the Panthers are, are allowing 
over 54% of third downs to be completed. And when you're facing an offense like the Kansas City Chiefs, if they're going to continuously convert third downs, this Panthers team is in big trouble because we know the Chiefs can score in bunches. And uh, this, uh, this Panthers team already doesn't have the defense to hang in there with the Chiefs. So they've got to find a way to get this Chiefs and, and get Patrick Mahomes off the field as quickly as possible. And, you know, it wouldn't hurt if they can uh, keep the time of possession well in their favor as well. The less time they get uh, Patrick Mahomes on the field, the better. But we know that's easier said than done, especially with the defense that the Chiefs or the, that the the Panthers are going up against. You know, this is a uh, an extremely good defensive line. You know, even with the injuries, if they play like Frank Clark, Derek Naughty, Chris Jones, we know Chris Jones obviously is one of the best D tackles in the game. Frank jo- or Frank Frank Clark is still a uh, a quality DN. Tano Passano has been kind of Coming into his own, you know, the big six foot seven or so kid uh, out of Villanova, he's been kind of coming into his own. So the the Chiefs will come at you with pressure, and then obviously we know how good their their back end is, particularly the two safeties in Tyron Matthew and Juan Thornhill. And we talked about Thorn uh, Juan Thornhill on crossover. I picked uh, Chris Clark's brain a little bit on him because it was tough to see Clark go down with an or excuse me, it was tough to see. Uh, Thornhill go down uh, with an injury last season. So him coming back into the game uh, is just great for everybody and especially for the Kansas City Chiefs. So this is going to be a, uh, a big test for the Panthers to kind of see you know, where their offense kind of stands. And you know, they've, we know they've had some success over the last couple weeks, but they really haven't faced a defense, um, the quality of the Kansas City Chiefs. And we know even the week after, it's going to be tough when they play the Buccaneers. So, uh, you know, we're obviously, we're, we're well aware of the stretch that's coming for the Panthers. I mean, these are some tough games that are that are coming up. But, I mean, the, the, the hope for this one now is that the Panthers just kind of don't let themselves get embarrassed on Sunday because I mean I think we're expecting the Panthers to lose this one by double digits if they can keep it to single digits that would be quite the moral victory and we, we don't like to talk about moral victories a lot here but that would definitely be one and it would definitely be a positive if the Panthers only lose by single digits at Kansas City you know again we're expecting them to lose in like you know the 14 to like 17, 18, 20 point range, something like that. Um, they just don't want to let themselves get absolutely embarrassed. We know this is going to be a mismatch. Um, the Panthers are certainly a lot better than the New York Jets, though. That, that's for sure. It's This game shouldn't be as ugly as, uh, as last week was when the Chiefs played the Jets. So, you know, as long as the Panthers just kind of, you know, show some fight throughout the game, even when they end up inevitably going down big at some point in the game. As long as they keep fighting, that's what we really want to see out of this one. We just want to see the the, the continued progress from the Panthers and just the continued fight and the uh, the winning attitude that they've been showing so far under Matt Rule. So that's really mostly what I'm looking for out of this one. I gave kind of a score prediction on Thursday. I think this is going to be in the area of like 
35 to 20. Like I said, I don't really expect this game to be close. It's probably going to be a two touchdown game. Um, hopefully it's closer for the Panthers sake, but two scores or so probably seems about a, a fair margin of victory here for the chiefs. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover limitations apply see terms at discover.com slash credit card before we wrap it up um i do want to touch like i usually do on fridays on the broadcast info let you guys know who you're going to be listening to both when you're watching the panthers and some of the other games that you'll get on your tv so starting uh with fox because that's where of course the panthers are going to be playing on since uh they're on the road at kansas city and um, actually, a, a good portion of the U.S. will actually see this game. So this is, um, actually, I'd say the, the biggest percentage of the U.S. will get this game. Um, and in fact, it's Fox's number two team of Kevin Burkhart and Daryl Johnston. Kevin Burkhart, of course, fresh off, at least after a week or so, off the uh, the world's, covering the World Series. That will, That will actually be the team calling Panthers Chiefs on Sunday. So, good crew. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Kevin Burkhart. Uh, we know he's been one... You know, now he's a big star. Even uh, a couple years ago when he was seemingly a, a quickly rising star uh, back from his days of covering the New York Mets. So, uh, again, Kevin Burkhart, Daryl Johnston getting the call there. Of course, we know Joe Buck and Troy Aikman just did the Thursday game between the Packers and the 49ers. Uh, for funsies, the rest of the crews on Fox uh, for uh, for Sunday because they have the single game. Kenny Albert and Jonathan Vilma have the Giants against Washington. Chris Myers and Brock Heward calling Seattle at Buffalo. Dick Stockton and Greg Jennings will have the Bears against the Titans. And then the late game on Sunday on Fox, it'll be Joe Davis and Mark Schlereth on the call for the Raiders against the Chargers. Then over on CBS, when you flip over there, uh, kind of split between the Carolinas, actually. North, pretty much most of North Carolina is actually going to get Baltimore at Indianapolis. Ian Eagle and Charles Davis will be on the call. But for most of you guys down in South Carolina, you guys uh, will see the Falcons and the Broncos go at it. Greg Gumbel and Rich Gannon on the call. The other games in the early wave there on CBS, Kevin Harlan and Trent Green have the call for the Vikings against the Lions. And then Spiridides and Adam Archuleta will have the Texans and the Jaguars. And then the late game on CBS, obviously a vast majority of the country, including the Carolinas, will get the Steelers and the Cowboys. Jim Nance and Tony Romo on the call. Only a select few markets will get to see the Cardinals against the Dolphins with with Andrew Catalan and James Lofton. So that's the broadcast map. So again, it's Kevin Burkhart and Daryl Johnston who will be on the call for the Panthers against the Chiefs. 
So with that, we'll wrap it up here on this Friday. Uh, we'll possibly get an episode out tomorrow. If not, we'll be back Monday to recap how the Panthers did against the Chiefs. Um, you know, maybe they'll stun us and get to four and five, but in all likelihood, uh, we'll probably be talking about another loss. But again, as long as they show some competitiveness throughout, that's one of the most important things here at this point for the Panthers, who are probably now likely on the way to a top, close to a top 10 pick, if not a top 10 pick in the draft. So we'll recap everything with the Chiefs and start getting ready for the rematch with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that'll be on Monday. Uh, So as always, thank you guys so much for tuning in and making me a part of your day. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. Have a good weekend. Like I said, might see you tomorrow. If not, have a good weekend. Enjoy the games. And we'll see you Monday definitely when we do it again here on the Locked On Panthers podcast. Until then, Bill Rossetti signing off. Follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Rossetti and my work at SI Panthers. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.